Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out The Projection Booth, Wednesdays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Episode 124, piling up. Yeah. Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Jay. Rich, MIA. I hope he's all right. Next week. I hope he's all right. You know, people could start maybe thinking that, uh, you know, maybe Jay and Rich are the same person. Right. They they, they rarely show up at the same time. (laughs) No, Rich doesn't like me. I told you guys that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. So is this going to be the lighthearted show or? I don't know. You know, you were talking some, uh, when you're talking some science fiction just now. I got some actual science to lay on you guys, see what you think about it. Throw it down. So there's an announcement from Stephen Hawking today. I don't know if you guys saw a news story about this. I saw it. I did not read it. Right. I read a couple of them, and uh, I had to basically do some more digging on my own to actually understand what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> everyone, everyone seemed to have a different interpretation of what he was saying. But uh, if you didn't read the announcement, <clears throat> black holes are, are a big thing that uh, has puzzled, well, scientists for decades is it i'm sorry is it the news that you can escape a black hole is it that one there's a possibility of escape so here it is so like the the big paradox with uh black holes this idea that something that has so much intense gravity that not even light can escape it right so when it when things when mass when material anything like enters into a black hole what happens to it because we know that if we're to obey the laws that we understand now the universe uh nothing can be completely destroyed it can be transmuted into something else right right but it's got to go somewhere energy mass these things that they don't just disappear you know when you burn something you're not making it disappear you're Mm -hmm. breaking it down into core elements that Mm -hmm. are still out there in the environment and like moby said we're all made of stars Right, <laughs> right. We're all made of the stuff that of the of the Big Bang. All the all the raw ingredients were there, and they've always right. been there, and always will be there. You can't just get rid of it. So, what happens to this shit? When you know, where does it go? It doesn't. Well, since uh, <clears throat> what 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 his theory is is that in the event horizon, or what we uh, de- what they describe as the kind of the visible part of the black hole, the very edge right before all the light is sucked in and you're not able to actually observe what's going on inside of it anymore. That event horizon, he believes, is where all the information is stored, right? And this is referred to as the information paradox. Now, information is a popular term to describe everything in the universe, basically. And it's it's difficult to explain, especially because I don't know enough about it. But I, I guess the, the easiest way I can break it down is that information is kind of a, a, a way to refer to everything in the universe because we refer to like things having mass and having energy, but that doesn't necessarily describe everything in the universe and its importance. There's other things to consider, the amount of entropy in something. which is basically its uh, potential for chaos and its potential to affect other things in the universe, right? And the information paradox is the understanding that 
just like matter and energy, nothing goes away forever. It, it has to be, it has to go somewhere or be changed into something else. And what he, how he describes it is in this event horizon around the, the black hole, that information is captured, kind of frozen in time in that moment. And he describes it as like a holographic 2D image of whatever information entered that. So if that information was a person, right? You know, a certain, to describe what information means to to describe a person is the difference between if you just took all the core elements everything that you're made out of and broke it all down into piles and measured it out right, right. you'd have the same amount of matter right mm -hmm. nothing's nothing's going anywhere it's just been broken down but that doesn't have the same information as you as a person you as a person makes up something greater than just the mass and the energy and the atoms and everything it, it has the ability first of all to uh to create its own information and affect the information around it, right? Affect its surroundings. So it has a, a, a greater potential for well, information, I guess. <laughs> Does any of that make sense? So if he believes that uh, there's even a possibility of retrieving that information. So it's almost like imagining uh, the, a black hole as a big hard drive, mm -hmm. right? The data goes in, gets changed into ones and zeros, printed in a certain order, and then you can take that back off and maybe even put it back together into what originally what it was that went into the black hole. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I feel so high. The, the event, right. So the event horizon, if it was in binary, we'd be good. Right. If it was, <laughs> That's the thing is translating that. Right. You know, not only, I mean, we're starting to come up with the ability to put things together at a molecular level, both animate and inanimate objects. And that technology is only going to progress. It's knowing the code, knowing how to decode it. It's like we're even given a hard drive, but... We've never seen a computer before, and we don't have a PC, and we don't understand the language that was used to code it or whatever. So we have to start from scratch and well, figure it, out how do we get this yeah. information off that makes it usable. It's like making, the, you know, like figuring out the genome. Right. You know, same thing. I mean, that, that couldn't have been very easy. <laughs> right. And, and if we were to actually, let's say, decode this 2D hologram that's stuck in the event horizon that might have been at one time a person that, you know, got launched or into a there. planet or a whatever. Or something, yeah. A if deity. We were to, if we Ooh, were to rebuild deity. that, it would probably involve already having a, a, a handle on, uh, on uh, genetic studies where you could actually piece together DNA. We're already learning how to you know put together dna by you know man handmade i don't want to say but oh, not no, handmade. Yeah, no, but you like, know what i mean well they got that freaking spray gun man that shoots the spray gun yeah yeah what it is is like if you're a burn victim right they actually have like they, they extract like their dna and um what is it uh, i don't remember what cell it is is it a t-cell and they repro yeah. they reproduce that person's like it's basically they spray on their dna back onto them into the burned areas and it actually heals their burns no shit. Yeah. I mean, they could 3D right, print fucking limbs and shit. So does this have to do with uh, uh, stem cells? Kind yeah, of? yeah, thank you, stem cells. Yeah, yeah. It's, right, because um, you're yeah. putting in kind of a, a, a cell that can has the ability to become any other sort of cell. It's in a primordial stage almost. It's in like a larval stage, and you, you get it in contact with other cells that are reproducing skin cells. It's going to go, oh, that's the game? We're reproducing skin cells. Let's get to work. Uh, yeah, let me see here. It almost starts like a chain reaction. It like kickstarts it. It's a skin gun. Uh, you got a, a skin gun. That's awesome. Let me see. Awesome. You got a, you got a uh, <laughs> plug? I'll play this video. It's the largest organ in the body. <laughs> and when it's severely burned, it needs to 
needs to be replaced quickly and massively. The skin's the largest. That we have now, uh, that takes weeks, months, sometimes. And the reason why people die is because of the infections that develop while we're waiting for the skin to heal. How are you doing, pain-wise? I'm good. Okay. So a pretty graphic image of a burn. Healthy skin, as much of it as we want, within a week. That's the holy grail on burn surgery. George Gerlach thinks he's found a way, but he'll need a gun. <laughs> we call it a skin cell gun. Um, a device for the deposition of skin cells onto the wound. It looked like something. Looks like a hot glue gun. This is Matt Euro, state police officer from Pennsylvania. He's one of the first people to be treated with the gun. Uh, I attended a uh, July 5th party at a friend's house, and there was a small bonfire. I was standing next to the bonfire, and an individual decided to throw a cup of gasoline on the fire. The worst part was my face. It was the whole right side of my face here, um, my ear, my neck, and my shoulder, and the entire. Can't tell you. pretty good. Arm. Holy and shit! Look at severe second degree burns. This photo shows what a second degree burn looks. This guy like. looks like a, a burnt sausage. His hand like looks like a burnt sausage. Meat, like, uh, like a hot dog that was left on a grill too long. <laughs> That's exactly what it fucking looks like. I might be a candidate for this new procedure, uh, which is a spray gun, and asked me if I'd be interested. I know, it's a little long. Oh, this is... South Park was right. What was the episode where the guy was rubbing all the the stem cells all over his face? (laughs) Yeah. We isolate cells from the... Oh, nice hair, dude. The patient's own cells. Is that the guy from the Thompson Twins? Water solution, and that solution um, is prepared for cell spraying. Basically, what they were, they were doing was taking my stem cells from my skin and putting them all in the gun and spraying it on my arm. Scientists have been able to regenerate sheets of skin for decades. The problem is, it takes weeks for that skin to grow, and the new skin is extremely fragile. Gerlach's gun solves both of these problems. It takes like one and a half hour to take the biopsy, to isolate the cells, and to spray the cells. This is what Urim's skin probably looked like before treatment. This is what it looked like four days after it was sprayed with Holy shit. stem cells. They did it on a Friday. You didn't even see any scarring. Nope. My follow-up was that Monday, and the burn unit said it was healed. Completely healed. The skin gun is still experimental. Over a dozen patients have already been successfully treated. Well, that seems like a no-brainer. Always about guns with you, isn't it, Jay? <laughs> I know. <it's> like, <laughs> great. You know, science. She blinded me with science. Dude, that crazy. sounds like a fucking. It sounds like a fucking uh, like the the, the 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 paint gun sprayer for that's, skin cells. That's what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Wow. Yeah, I guess because it's just like an airbrush gun. It's just getting yeah. an even distribution of the cells. That's why it's in a gun form. Right. I mean, could have made it into a paste form. Doctor whips out the butter knife. He's got to uh, get the got to get the ouch. cells off the bottom. You know, Ouch. mix it up a little bit. Spackle. Like Jiffy. Right. You got a putty knife. 
No, I mean, that, that's that video is over a year old, but that's yeah. pretty sweet shit right there. I mean, you got to crack a, you know, that's a lot of genetics right there. <laughs> hey, it's science, man. It's brought the cat back. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented five stars. Just click on the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Android users can listen to Unregimented for free at ChristopherMedia.net by clicking on the Stitcher radio player on our homepage. You can also listen to Unregimented for free at TuneIn.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app. Don't forget, you can always listen to Unregimented for free across any platform just by going to ChristopherMedia.net. Make sure to check out all of the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. Mondays and Fridays, you have Unregimented. Reach us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at Pro Boothcast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows. Well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net that's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. So today, um, I, I fell kind of victim to a social media, I don't know, I, I, I'll explain to you. I, my wife got this post shared from like a friend of a friend. She saw this post and it was a freaking golden retriever. And you know, like right now I got a little dog and I want a big dog. I don't necessarily want a second dog. <laughs> but my wife shows me this picture and i'm a sucker man like i want this fucking dog right this dog's up for adoption looking for a good home with a big yard well hey ding ding i got both of those so yeah today's national dog day is it i don't know if you knew that i didn't so i couldn't uh you couldn't respond to this guy's post like his profile was private Mm -hmm. so i couldn't respond to it i was kind of pissed so i went around about way and like kind of like tried to add him as a friend and send him a message well the message goes to his I don't know, some other wacky box, the the other box on Facebook, which I forget that's there. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that I don't check. Yeah. But um, no, so I, f- I just found out like in the middle of uh, uh, Monday's show while we were recording it was the fact that because now it's, you know, well, now it's Monday. I found out on Friday's show because that was just like 10 minutes ago that maybe <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. You ain't gonna follow. Just do what you're doing. It's <laughs> all right. Don't, just don't start snoring. Yeah. You know? <laughs> hey, no, the 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 dude took the post down, right? So hopefully the dog got to get home. But I was all excited because I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna get a fucking golden retriever." No, I'm not. So I fell victim to a, something on Facebook that I've never fallen victim for before. Now I'm sad. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand what you felt. Well, were you like dog to? trolled? Big... Like, I'm not following you. Well, no, that's what I felt like as I was like do- dog trolled because it's like I made every effort possible and I got no response from the guy. Like, no, oh, okay, no, he found a new home or nothing. He just fucking deleted the post. It's like, uh, motherfucker. 
<laughs> American, I need some gratification. I went I went out of my way to ask for your dog. You want it now? No. My wife was like, ah, it wasn't meant to be. But it, that brings up uh, um, something else that, you know, whatever. That was a stupid story. Something else that happened to me on no, Facebook. No, Retriever's a good dog. Yeah, I want one. But what happened, for the first time it happened to me that I found out that a friend of mine died on Facebook. Like a good friend of mine from when I was a kid passed away and i found out on facebook and i'll tell you what man i think that hit me way fucking harder than it would have if somebody would have called me and told me you know it was like a really weird thing because it was like in the morning yeah and yeah it's like well if you got the call like you, whoever would have called you you probably would have went like oh fuck who died like why is this person calling me out of the blue well yeah that's you know because yeah. I, I had to do that because I got friends that were friends right. with him that don't have, they don't do Facebook. Whereas, like Facebook, you're like any cat videos. Oh fuck, what's this? <laughs> yeah. So, what? That's a pretty weird uh, experience, actually. You know, being that I'm old enough to remember when there wasn't social media. Mm-hmm. You know, it was right. kind of a really weird, uh, like something new. Where you probably just wouldn't find <laughs> out forever. Right. You know, when you're 40, you don't like really get hit with much new. <laughs> You know, that one, yeah, that was a weird, uh, it was just kind of strange. And there's like no reason why, like there's no explanation of how he died. It was just briefly, said he, or not briefly, but uh, suddenly passed away on Friday. And it was like, that's That could mean a hundred things. It could mean a lot of things, but yeah, it's, uh, so no, he was a good guy, man. He was uh, one of the best people I've ever met. Uh, We had lost touch, but nonetheless, you know, still kind of, kind of sucks because he was like, you know, part of the main crew of guys that I hung out with high school. Well, no, too. I mean, especially it's just, it it always sucks being reminded of your mortality. Yeah, exactly. Because he's like 40, just like me. He's just a little, little, like he's like two months older than me. It's just like, okay, that's fucked up. No, I just, uh, just, that's why I don't talk to anybody that I went to high school with. (laughs) (laughs) still even when it's people like you don't personally know and you hear like you know friend of a friend like your age or younger you know died or had a heart it's it's the kind of shit that makes you just like sit back for a second and go like amen you know it just like said it reminds you of your just reminds you of the the one thing we all have in common we're all going to die right right. well you know it kind of reminds me speaking of kind of having a disconnect with technology it kind of uh i don't know if this is a, a good segue or not but <laughs> no, that's fine but youtube announced today that they're doing a video game streaming channel okay right which i was really confused about really yeah. you, it's really huge like to watch other people play video games Right. It's really fucking huge. I thought that was just something. I thought my kids were weird. No. Apparently, they're completely normal. No. No, yeah, man. My nephew does that shit, too. He watches, like, Minecraft walkthroughs on YouTube. Right. Well, no, no, no. It's more than that, though. It's, like, live streaming video games being played. Right. A lot of the stuff, because I asked my son, why do you watch this shit? And he's like, I find out all kinds of shit. Right. Well, he didn't say that, but, you know. I know. Paraphrasing. And you're like, stop (laughs) swearing. All kinds of fucking crap, Dad. (laughs) What the fuck, Dad? You should swear. Right, so I'm like, I can understand that. And I have watched occasionally, uh, I think most recently when I was trying to figure out something on uh, one of the Batman games. You know, go and fucking get online. And you, you, when people try and describe it, especially when you're describing like open world shit, this isn't like when you get to level three, jump over the mushroom. This is like, <laughs> find the, you know, cross that's mounted on top of a pole that's somewhere over in the dock area <laughs> and then go south, southwest from that. At, you'll find a building you know it's much better to just go and watch somebody doing you're like oh I, I get it right yeah we've definitely evolved beyond uh, nintendo is, power and strategy guys but this is yeah. this is well beyond that this is just pure entertainment sit yeah. down watch i mean they're talking 
the, millions of people are doing this. It's not just yeah. kids. It's people that are like they they just want to see somebody else play. And see, I can't stand that. Like I used to get in uh, uh, back in the day, <laughs> like we'd party at my buddy's house. You watch football, and I'd sit there, and <laughs> I used to give him shit all the time. Like, hey, this is great. Been watching you play video games for two hours, but can we do something now? Right. You well, watch people play football. The, okay, so part of this speaks to how involved and how realistic video games have got. Um, I used to play a lot of uh, Grand Theft Auto, the uh, Vice City one. I played a, yeah. a shit ton of that. Who didn't? And, Even I played a shit ton of Vice City. <laughs> I'm not a, really a gamer. Right. Well, uh, when I was married, my ex would just she would just sit there and watch it. Yeah. She's like, oh, go ahead and play. You know, She'd watch me play the fucking game for an hour. Right. And she'd get a kick out of it, too. She's like, why don't you fuck up? Uh, like, mess with the police. I'm going to chase you again. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Nothing's going on. We'll get the tanks and the helicopters out here. But yeah, I, I can kind of see that. But uh, I don't know. Outside of like checking a game out, I want to see what the graphics are like. Or I got to find out some fucking weird puzzle on it. Like just sitting down and watching an hour, an hour and a half. I mean, this is in the article I read, that's the estimates they came up with. Because it's not just YouTube that's doing this. They're looking to compete with a, a site called yeah. Twitch. Yeah, Twitch is huge. And um, there's plenty of other places where people are streaming this shit. Well, I think it was 30, Twitch. It was like 39 million people watch this shit on an average of 90 minutes a day. Well, you know, esports has the largest purse of any freaking sport, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They have like the fucking largest purse. Yeah. It's like you can win like $30 million. Okay. <laughs> for playing fucking like Counter-Strike. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Counter-Strike's like the biggest freaking game that's in tournaments. And is it- what is it? Just like a first-person shooter, right? Okay. Um, matter of fact, like it's funny. Okay, here comes the nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Bring um, it. Actually, there's a, a one of the U.S. teams right now. Um, God, I can't remember the freaking name of them. They just disbanded completely. Um, a U.S. team. U.S. team. Yeah. yeah, team. A video game. Players. Video game team. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like they compete against other nations, right? The top player, yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, the top player in the they United gotta States have matching outfits. They do. The top player in the United <laughs> States last year was actually busted for freaking cheating. Right? It was huge fucking video game. How do you games. cheat on huge. a video game? What do you mean how you cheat? You freaking wall hacks and you know oh. all kinds of shit like aimbots and whatnot. Yeah, He's got, got the turbo button now. Basically, yeah, yeah. You got busted. I mean, it's it's sports, man. You know, you, right? Well, I used to fucking hate the turbo button. <laughs> I love that. Dude, fuck your shit up. You're yeah. not paying attention. Oh, it, yeah. Um, turbo button stays off for like Mortal Kombat and uh, and Street Fighter for sure. And it's not even fun if you both have it. No. Then it's just like, you know, it's like a fight between Chun-Li and E-Honda where they just... <laughs> I each other's that. face the whole time i hate that man it's like okay play another fucking move right. it's part of the game <laughs> it's like okay you're right it's part of the game motherfucker yeah, the person finds that one like three button combination that allows them to flip over you sweep your leg and then pound you yeah and you can't figure out how to count it so they just do it over and over and over right. again it's like that's boring come yeah. on like really saying a street fight. right that's why i like watching uh a lot of the competitors on battle bots um, you can tell, and they say this a lot too, but you, it really speaks in their actions that they're just so happy to be there and be competing and get the chance to show off. It's fucking battle even, bots. <laughs> even losing is like, hey, we had a great fucking time. Yeah, right. And they get into, you know, the robots, some of them, uh, they get if they get flipped over in the right way or they get up on the rails, essentially, of the, the, 
the ring, uh, they're incapacitated, and that's not really a fun way to win. I mean, you oh, get right. you get like a, a countdown of ten. If you can't get your shit together and get mobile, then you're you're out. And you, you, you but many times the the other free robot is like ah, let's jam them out you know they'll try and flip them back over and fuck with them some more and you know even sometimes to their own detriment but it keeps the battle going you got to right and especially when you got three minutes of like you've been working on this shit all year or for yeah. years for multiple right. years and like this is your chance that show off your bot to everybody you and flip a guy in five seconds right you don't want yeah you don't want a 30 minutes. second yeah. match and right. it's just like no. there's no fun in that but so the the, the level of competitiveness and healthy enjoyable to watch competitiveness was outstanding on that and i can't wait for them to do another season have you ever i mean you've bought computer parts and shit right yeah you ever seen fatality like it's uh, f1 a t a l i uh one t y or something like that sounds familiar yeah well, i'm sure i've seen this uh, video to... video cards um okay um uh, they, they make hardware though no 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 it's usually god who do, who does fatality usually do it for it's a guy fatality's a guy okay he's like was like a code like, writer or something no 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 he's like was the top video game player for csgo like five years ago oh, or for not csgo this is like for a like stamp CS, of approval to, yeah to, it's like this is the gear i use right know? yeah gotcha. he was like the gotcha. biggest yeah biggest winner a few years back it's yeah. been longer than five years it's he's like one of the first like multi-million dollar winners of yeah an e-sport um insane i've watched him play dude holy fucking shit that's it's a totally it's so weird like the level of play that is and the, the speed somebody's slamming keyboard and mouse it's just fucking insane but the yeah. amount of hours that guy puts in to playing video games is even <laughs> right. sicker dude it's sick uh, no, I mean it's it's like anything else. If you want to go at a pro level, you got a freaking that's all you do and think and breathe and eat and sleep and shit and that's it, right? All the time. Well, uh, Chris, what was it on Corolla's podcast recently where he made the example? He's like, if you're in the top ten of whatever it is that you're into, you can make a living off of it. That's like if you're the top in, in the if you're the number one bass fisherman in the world, right? You can yeah. make a living off of it. Doesn't mean anybody can be a bass fisherman. I think he was talking about uh, the uh, the skeet shooter. Uh, yeah, was it skeet? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the Willie That's T. Right. Ribs' son. Right, guy's a world class skeet shooter. Yeah. And that like the skeet, skeet, skeet type. Yeah, well, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> but I think his point too. So was, I didn't bring up the gun as, reference. I think the other point he had is as long as there's like eccentric rich people. I just want to point out, and I you're like not... in the top ten of what you do, yeah. you'll always be able to make money. Out. What do you say? As long as Dubai exists. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So speaking of uh, technology, then uh, have you guys been following what's going on with SoundCloud? No. no. Hey, do you use SoundCloud at all, or do you visit? No, not anymore. Yeah kind of become it is actually i guess there's a lot of people who uh use it to find podcasts there's a lot of podcast activity on soundcloud but there's certainly a lot of other things certainly a lot of music people putting up their own music i have my own go to lick the star on soundcloud if you want to hear it plug, plug, plug. Uh, let's lick the star by the way yeah, lick, lick the star all the one star. word um yeah but there's also a lot of like dj mixes that are up there too and a, a lot of uh a material that's uh copyrighted that's owned by major labels so soundcloud's actually been making deals with the labels they've already made one with warner for five percent of their revenue and they're looking to uh looks like they're going to close a deal with universal and they're in talks to 
do a deal with Sony as well, which makes all three major labels, which was something that I also found kind of interesting. The audio version. That's right. There's only three major labels left. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've all been consolidated into three companies. Sick. Well, it's their fault for not... It's... it's just like radio. It's your fault for not evolving. It's your fault for thinking this internet thing was a fad. Right. So in order to keep... Because a lot of content is being pulled from SoundCloud that uh, that's owned by one of these labels. And so they're working out a deal where they can keep the, the content on there and the label gets paid. Still, the interesting thing, though, is that in Doesn't my that research... Doesn't kind of all fly in the face of what SoundCloud is about? Um, What, what do you mean? Like, it's just like free access to What's like music? Yeah. Well, yeah but, I mean, isn't wasn't I mean, isn't like the general at least my well, impression of SoundCloud it, it was supposed to be like a, a place where independence can thrive, where you can get your music out there without having to fucking kowtow to these three right. and so major it's, labels. It's not so much like YouTube and where YouTube is like, oh, I got the the new whatever album. I'm going to encode it all and put it up on YouTube so other people can enjoy it. A lot of this is is people putting up their own works. No, I understand. Music, yeah. podcast. But no, what I'm saying is going to be like, the, like well, YouTube. Well, no, but the difference is, and a lot of this has to do with electronic music because DJs are using this these songs that are owned by various labels. Okay, they're yeah. they're putting them all into a DJ mix and using that to promote themselves as a DJ. I see. So you're saying it's giving them the right, giving them the paid right to use SoundCloud to use yeah. copyrighted or material. it's at least getting money to the. It's not so much a contractual thing. It's more just hey, here's some money from the revenue that we're getting from our advertising and from our premium accounts, which I'm sure a lot of DJs do because they want to load up a lot of shit and they want to be able to advertise their account in certain ways. These are all premium account things. You you know, a lot of people use SoundCloud for free like me, but there are a sure. lot of people who sure. are paying for that premium account access as well. So, so that does kind of get into a, a sticky issue. Um, but like I was saying, I, I couldn't find anything about how, how this got back to the artist. You know, a percentage of they, they they talked about having technology to actually uh, track a song and know you know where that came from. Somebody posts something and uh, and have software that identifies it and says, oh, that's you know this song and that's owned by Sony. So part of their agreement is in enacting technology like that, which you know we know already exists through Google apps like well Shazam is the big one. Yeah. You use Shazam, you hold it up and let it hear a little bit of a song and it'll usually tell you what that song is and it works fast and it's pretty damn accurate. Google does the now, same thing. Right. Now, going back to DJ mixes, that is kind of different because you, when you layer two songs, one on top of the other, you're not going to get a match for either one of those sounds. Right. If you try and do a Shazam or similar type of technology for that. So it's not that cut and dry. But regardless... Uh, there no talk of actually saying, hey, you know, you're using this artist's material to promote yourself as a DJ or promote whatever it is or just for the whatever the fuck reason. So we got to make sure they get a cut. It's the labels going, hey, we own the copyright to all that shit. We need a cut. How does that get disseminated uh, amongst the, the artists whose work is involved? No word. Nope. I could find no evidence of anyone considering that. Shocking. Yeah. Right. You know, whatever. Are we back to the rich get richer? Oh, let's not go into class war. <laughs> How about this one? Have you heard about Burger King's open letter to McDonald's? No. It, sorry. It, it's please stop kicking our ass. 
<laughs> right. So stop making such tasty hamburgers. I guess Burger King wants to be involved in a charitable organization called Peace One Day. And this is an organization that supplies educational materials to schools all around the world. And uh, their idea for achieving peace on their own level was uh, was extending a hand to McDonald's. And their offer was to come up with a combination sandwich or the two flagship sandwiches. The, the McWhopper is what their proposal was, right? And they did so. This is an advertising campaign as well as a le- it was an open letter to McDonald's. So McDonald's was like, meh, I don't really see the upside for us and I don't see why they would. And did mention like, hey, next time you got a cool idea like this, call me first. Right. But, <laughs> but didn't totally... Fight. So, of course, you know, they can't just say no. They have to be like, hey, that sounds great. You know, they're challenged on being involved in a charitable organization. They have to go, well, you know, we'll find some way to work together. Yeah. But getting mixing sandwiches, getting, motherfucker. Getting BK stink on our on our McDonald's <laughs> sandwiches, uh, not so much. Hold the horses. And what incentive do they have? What's in it? For McDonald's, it's kind of a brilliant advertising campaign because Burger King has nothing to lose. Either people talk more about Burger King or McDonald's says yes due to either pressure from their campaign or public opinion. And that's just more of a boost for them. But uh, what does McDonald's, what is the... the, uh, uh, They should put a Whopper on top of a McRib. Why am I forgetting the name of the... The Big Mac. Yeah. Why would that? Why would the Big Mac? Uh, what what would it have to gain from being associated with the Whopper? You don't fuck with Nothing. Big Mac. You don't fuck with. The Big I don't Mac. fuck with them at all. Mm-mm. I don't really eat Whoppers either. But I don't, see, as Big far Mac's as least go, favorite sandwich on, on the menu. King. Yeah, I I prefer a Whopper over a Big Mac. You know what? Burger King tastes more like a hamburger I've made at home. They're just two different kind of things. Like, in, once in a blue moon, I'll get a craving for McDonald's. Once in a blue moon, I'll get a craving for Burger King. Well, that that's really like McDonald's has a like a nice peppery taste to their burger that I like. Mm-hmm. And it's a totally different experience. I don't like to smell the way I smell after a Whopper. You know, I love a Whopper. <laughs> yeah. I do love See, a Whopper. No, I- I love to smell the way I smell after a Whopper. It smells delicious. You know what I've probably eaten more of? Than That's the just, problem. I want more. I, I've eaten less actual Whoppers and more what they call veggie Whoppers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is a Whopper with no patty. So it's a Whopper without a point. Oh, my God. It, it's surprisingly good. <laughs> no, I know. I've had one. But it's, 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 it's a yeah. Whopper without a point. <laughs> when I was a vegetarian for a while, about six months, I ate uh, a number of them. All their freaking lettuce sprayed down with meat pie product. I'm just right. kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my girlfriend, that's what she does. You know, she asked for, she's a pain in the ass at fast food restaurants. She, yep. she admits it, but yeah, she'll order, can I get this with no meat? And then they think she's crazy. And then she explains to them she's a vegetarian. And then she gets her sandwich without the meat in it. I used to get pizza without cheese on it. You, oh, God. Wow. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you were one of those. I, no, I didn't. I hated cheese, man. Why do you hate America, Jay? No, I, I love it now. My I love sister, cheese now. My sister had a friend. I don't know if it was like actually allergic to it or just use it as an excuse for hating cheese, but yeah, cheeseless pizza. Yeah, fucking wonderful. uh, Oh, wonderful. Just just bread with sauce on it at that point. Like, you can't eat cheese. You can't eat pizza. I'm sorry, man. Like, there's certain you can't have a Whopper if you can't eat beef. You can. It's possible to make a good sandwich without cheese. It's possible to make anything. Any kind of Mexican food can be made without cheese. 
and be just as good if it's made right. Mm-hmm. And cheese is like that's kind of more of an American thing of putting mm-hmm. cheese all over anything anyway. Oh, don't forget bacon. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, right. in the former life, my for- former job, people, my son. Or I'm allergic to cheese, so I need this pizza with no cheese. The thing I think in my head is, what the fuck are you calling a pizza place for? Because it's fucking still delicious. You can't have dairy if you're allergic to cheese. You you have called the wrong place. It's still delicious. Fuck you! I got the right to order without cheese. Come on. (laughs) Actually, if you get it with vegetables and pepperoni, like you know, like onion and green pepper, yeah, and like pepperoni, and you get it double baked, it's fucking. Well, I mean, at at that point, isn't it just like an open face flatbread sandwich? So you know, sandwich go to Subway. No, I don't want to drive anymore. (laughs) I want to order a pizza and have it delivered to my house. I do. I used to order subs too because I didn't want to order cheeseless pizza because of the reaction you just gave me. Because I've actually had a dude say, "Why the hell are you ordering a pizza then?" I'm I'm sure he's still answering phones at a pizzeria with an awesome attitude like that. I'm sure he is. Maybe not. He's probably an oil change. Like I said, I would now. ask these questions in my head. I wouldn't ask them to the customers. Like fucking whatever. You're gonna give us our money. Your money. Go ahead. You're I'm, still gonna pay the same. Yeah, right. Like, I paid the same cost price. Cost ain't going down. You're still paying the same price. No, I paid the same price. Whatever. Yeah. You have sauce put on top of your shit, too. Do extra sauce, have sauce put on top of it. Mm, that's good shit. No, and now there's, there's this abomination that exists now called gluten-free pizza. That's retarded. Get the fuck out of here. We'll, that's we'll worse than rich. no cheese. Fuck you. You're taking wheat out of fucking pizza. Can I get a gluten-free, dairy-free pizza? <laughs> no. And in fact, please leave the restaurant. I, I was at a pizzeria in Toronto, and this girl ordered a um, veggie pepperoni pizza. Okay. Veggie, like the... It was like soy pepperoni. Yeah, soy pepperoni. Yeah, like tofu pepperoni. Uh, they do a pretty good job with the meat substitutes, in my opinion. They do. Mm. Well, yeah, because I mean, you just have to have like a binding material and the spices, and you're good to go. Right. You got enough MSG. You can make anything taste like real meat. Exactly. Oh, and I had forgotten. uh, I was out in California, and my I had forgotten my cousin's. My cousin is uh, a vegetarian, so we were going to dinner one night. Mary Mo. Mary Mo. Mo Is that a name? No. Did I say Mary Mo? <laughs> well, I she, know I did. she don't eat meat, but she sure likes the bones. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Chris knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know it now. Well, dude, that that song came out when I was in high school, right? Yeah. My mom's name Mary Jo. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> hey, that Chris, was an awesome couple Chris, months. We know. <laughs> Sorry, man. You're hey, not here to punch Oh, your mom's face. Mary Joe. Yeah, that's what oh. say it. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, shit, wait. Thro- Chris, throw that in with the, the awesome, with the awesome attitude you have as a, as a male in high school. Throw in mama jokes on top of it. You and, need to, yeah, you need was, to edit that last much part out. I don't want you to. Teed it up for my friends for I don't want months. dad kicking my ass. You need to edit that last part <laughs> out because I just made a your mama joke. And if your dad listens to this shit, fuck that. I don't mind you beating Sorry, my dad. ass. Yeah, sorry, sorry, man. Oh, Dad grew up in the hood. He's he's well versed in your in your mama jokes. Yeah, but I'm talking about his wife. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fighting words. That's ass beating time. Well, you know what else? You mentioned uh, being out in California, L.A. Zoo, or at least the uh, the Smithsonian National Zoo in L.A. So Compton? Yeah, I lost. A, oh, but oh, lost a baby panda. You're racist. <laughs> Right, so a panda had two babies and uh, on Saturday, and one of them died on Wednesday because the mother just couldn't care for two babies. That's fucking pandas. So, yeah. Let them go um, extinct. Right. <laughs> right. The, they the, give the, up. Was there, was there a Twitter, uh, panda lives matter? They give up. They gave the fuck up. Right. right. Go ahead. 
I do I do not understand why. Like most animals in the wild, it's uh, you know disease and maybe some sort of disaster or predator that kills their young, and they have a proportion amount of young because they know that they're gonna lose some of them. Right. You know. Yeah. And when you put them in captivity, well, that usually goes away. Right. Like there's something in the genetic code of these pandas. It's like oh, fuck it. Like hey, <laughs> right. give up. We, we're done. You're not a successful species. Quit Sorry. making me a sideshow for Christ's sake. Oh, here dialogue. we go again. Aaron's anti-panda agenda. <laughs> I'm anti, like... It, I'm anti-keeping well, an animal around just for show. I mean, right. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, whatever, people dude. People lament, like, the uh, the passing of... Uh, shit, what was it? The passenger pigeon? What was the pigeon that, like, used to be all over the place? The carrier pigeon. The carrier pigeon. Soon it'll be bees. And, uh, you know basically oh we, we you know we hunted them into extinction well first of all we we shot shotguns into the sky because we had to clear it out a little bit you know <laughs> you got to grow some crops or something you need some sunlight coming through somewhere i mean the, the masses that these things people would talk about how they would fly overhead for like days wow. one whole flock would fly over you know <laughs> you live out in shit fucking oklahoma everywhere? yeah and oh. you barely see the sun it's like living in iceland or something and they'd shit everywhere you mentioned the oh, shit yeah. you gotta clean oh my up God. shoot them up Motherfuckers, get out right. the fucking. You know, you can make an argument for for Darwin right there. It's you know, it's just a, you know, Dodo ain't around anymore either. You know, it's right. And uh, human interference in uh, in nature is something that is undeniable. Uh, the fact that it's always bad, no, it's not. I mean, there's like wanton destruction of animals that were just needlessly making scarce on this planet for greed. And then there's not understanding that, hey, not all species make it because it's, uh, you know, the planet changes, the environment changes. And uh, that's just that's just natural selection. Sometimes there's species that go away. Yeah, I mean, look at the, what, what was it, the buffalo? <laughs> well, yeah, we kind of ate all them. Yeah, right, but, now, but, so that's... But the, 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 I'm sorry. The original Americans are the, were were pretty much the uh, the main consumers of the buffalo. Ah, uh, no, come on! Like there is, people would just shoot them from the train. That's the big legend. Like people going out west, they're going out to California to try and get rich on on gold. And they're like, "Hey, check this out! Just taking out buffalo and leaving them laying there." I think the Native Americans had a better understanding of how they could uh, hunt uh, buffalo. In a way that uh, that modern hunters do, they're not trying to eradicate the animal from the planet. Like, you know, well, if only I can kill all the deer this year. You know? <laughs> no. no, there's it's just part of the the process of I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> where were we going? Pandas, with this? Uh, pandas. You know, oh, we yeah. just you need to pandas, let it go. Right. Yeah, pandas don't want to pull their weight, then uh, we shouldn't uh, be responsible for everything. No, I mean, you're, you, 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 I'm kind of coming in. Into your camp there if they don't want to fuck why are we making them fuck right right yeah. keeping they them around inseminated some at detroit zoo didn't they yeah i guess the la zoo is the only one where they've successfully in the u.s actually got pandas to breed in captivity hey aaron you would appreciate well yeah, let's say you and richard appreciate it. well maybe even jay uh, the, the hotel i'm staying on changing the subject here it's, yeah. it's on lois lane nice <laughs> get out so Does you're it, sleeping yeah. on lois lane tonight yeah Nice. Does it just say Lois and then L-N? No, it's called Lois Lane. It spells it out? Yeah, oh, but nice. there's no Cal-El Avenue. There's no but 
fucking, it's, you know. So it's it's pretty much a clear nod to the Lois Lane from Superman. Yeah, but what, what I don't get is the rest of the because it's in like a little comp. It, it's one. It's a kind of like the little. It maybe the layout's kind of akin to like maybe an industrial part. Like yeah. there's this hotel. There's another hotel. There's like a fucking ballroom. But right. None of the other streets have not Superman. Hmm. So I don't or know. Any, maybe it's the developer's wife, but I was like, eh, "Hey, look, Lois Lane." Maybe it was just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Were any of the other streets called lanes? No. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't. Eh, I am technically a metropolis, right? Technically, yes. Weren't, aren't Metropolis and uh, Gotham supposed to be New York? I think so. Yeah, that's. Uh, whereas Marvel actually, their thing was was making everything happen in New York. And and the city is kind of a, actually a, a big character, mm-hmm. uh, its own kind of character in the Marvel universe. Well, it's definitely but, full of characters. I'll tell you that one. Yeah, I'm getting New York fatigued. Amen, man. It, it, it might. Do, I just wonder if it's the heat. Just yeah. I don't know. It didn't seem this crazy in fucking January. The buildings trap the heat. Oh, dude, that place. Or so I've heard. Oh, it, oh yeah. Oh, I know what absolutely. it's like in uh, in Chicago. I'm, I imagine it's worse in New York. I'm know. sick of the smell of hot fucking garbage. Yeah. I am so sick of that smell. I'm so glad to be home, and I smell carcinogens and water. <laughs> I bet you New York will be nice in the fall. Ugh. Upstate not too New mean. York. Yeah, upstate maybe. Yeah. Fucking New York City. Dude, it's filthy. <laughs> I leave Toronto, go to New York, or go to Manhattan. Oh my God. It's like, holy shit. Culture yeah. shock. I thought Windsor was nice. Go to fucking Toronto if oh, you're yeah. serious. Uh, like, spy- like, did you just make this city? Does this pop up overnight? <laughs> yeah, all right. Like, no, what the fuck? It's a bad motherfucker, man. It's it, fucking Toronto is gorgeous. I can I could not believe it. I would if I dropped if I dropped a slice of pizza on the sidewalk, I'd pick it up and eat it. Fuck if yeah. I was in Toronto, maybe our mayor should start smoking crack. Maybe that'll help Detroit out. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. Whatever fucking works. That place is outside awesome. the box. That place is fucking awesome, man. I saw a Blue Jays game at Rogers Center. That was pretty cool. I'm not even yeah. a baseball fan. What would he come up with on crack? Like, I got it. I got it. Everybody actually give a shit about their city and stop throwing their fucking trash everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because, oh, my God. I mean, it's 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 definitely a Detroit thing. That's, I mean, I think litter bugs no, are kind of all over same. Michigan. It's, it's worse here, man. But it's an inner city thing, I think. Yeah. That's picture of my bathtub in Toronto. Oh, oh wow. Look at that. That's freaking that Rogers sexy. Center right outside. Mm, little, you draw yourself a bubble bath and look, have that nice view. Goddamn Skippy. <laughs> It's what? fucking windows all the way around. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was great. That's fucking awesome. Haven't taken Jay a bath. off in, his hotel room. Haven't taken a bath in 25 years, but I sure did that night. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross, wasn't it? So, uh, I, shit, what were we talking about? Cities. New York being fucking shithole. Oh, yeah, no, litter bugs. Like, uh, just, New York's not even litter bugs, dude. They just put their trash on the side, on the curb. They just fucking mm-hmm. take their trash out to the curb. Like... In the right. city. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, I mean, around here, it's just like they everything goes out the window. Mm-hmm. I just watch people just like drop, like hold drinks out the window. Yeah. Eat, the, <clears throat> eat their McDonald's in the parking lot and just like throw it on the ground and drive off. America. No, Aaron, man, it's just like that. It's People just drop their shit on the sidewalk here. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I, one thing I noticed today, too. Maybe I'm in Brooklyn. Maybe it's a Brooklyn thing. Nobody fucking looks happy. No. (laughs) Like, at least, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but at least in Detroit, you'll catch somebody at some point with a smile on their face walking down the street. Right. Here, no. Now, everyone just looks pissed at all times. Yeah. Toronto, everybody's happy. Oh, yeah. 
Dude. And the girls are sexy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I even find myself, when I'm out in public or I'm shopping or something, I consciously kind of, like, smile. I'm not, like, grinning the whole time like an idiot. Right. But just because I'm aware of how many people I encounter that are, they're so frowny face, like it's built into them at this point. I mean, like, you know, you've reached 50, you've frowned at everything your whole goddamn life. And there's, in order to curve it up into a smile, it would take some considerable effort, maybe a couple toothpicks. So, <laughs> what are you, Jack Lanner? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and it just, I mean, it just makes a person look so ugly and unapproachable. So I don't know. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. And, and Aaron, if you think the pedestrians in Detroit are bad, oh, holy dude, shit. Dude, dude, fuck New York, They man. do that thing where they, they cross. They're like, mm, I don't know, maybe 25, 30 feet from the intersection. But they're going to cross where they're going to cross. Oh, yeah. And they're going to mm-hmm. cross over into the turn lane and then stand there and wait for traffic to pile up and look Aaron, at everybody like they're assholes. People will walk in the middle of the street here. Yeah. Like, they walk and down they give the you the street. stink eye when you honk your horn like it's fuck out of the way. You're <laughs> right. in the street. Right. And that's why I drive in a cab. <laughs> yeah. On my way to work this morning, there's a dude in a fucking suit just spinning around in the fucking turn lane. Like turns his back to traffic. And I'm like, what? you're walking so casually. Like what if you just stumble and fall into traffic and get run over? At I run you over. I got to deal with that get now. all these balls. Like the last time I checked, the laws of science say a car will win. Doesn't matter yeah. what what you're doing, whatever. You step in front of a car, you will be dead. Yeah, you may have the right of way, but not right away. <laughs> you don't have the right of way when physics comes into play. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And, and you know, another thing are the bike lanes. Now I can understand in a city like New York, I'm sure you see a lot of bikers, and that's just an easy oh, way to get around. You, than just, fuck you hit a trigger dude, for don't take, it, dude, take it easy, Chris. But, just take well, a let me let me just get this out breath. first though, <laughs> yeah. because around here in Michigan, all right, there's the bike lanes are starting to become more and more popular, and and the bikers are taking over more of the road. And my thing is, I understand the law. I understand that. We're supposed to defer to these bikers, let them have a lane. They're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. The sidewalk's for pedestrians. But they should obey all where are the fucking pedestrians? Nobody's using the fucking sidewalks in Michigan. And if they are, you encounter like one person every block. So if you go that, around them. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck. Like, I'm going to work. We're all driving 50 down this road. Get the fuck out of the way and get up on the goddamn sidewalk. Yep. I know you're entitled to it. Doesn't mean you have to be a dick and take your entitlement. Because <laughs> you're. Is this, all you hear about out here is share the road, share the road, share the road. And I get it. It's probably a yeah. lot more economical, and you'll probably get where you're going a lot fucking quicker on a bike. I get that. It's a huge ass city. There's bike lanes everywhere. But Fuck if you're going to ask me to share the road, said this before, you should have to obey the same fucking traffic laws I have to obey. It's called stop sharing at stop lights. You should stop at stop signs. Yep. You know, it. Like I keep, I, I said, I, I'm developing this new fear that I'm going to end up going to jail for manslaughter because some dipshit's going to run a stop sign. Right. That's what I'm talking about. When, yeah. When, you know, because here, I mean, uh, Jay, you know, there's street parking everywhere. Visibility's a little limited at most intersections. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm afraid when there's, you know, when the, when I'm at an intersection where there isn't a light that some fucking biker asshole is just going to come out of nowhere and I'm going to cream them and that's it for me. 
I almost got hit by a biker uh, walking in New York, man. The guy fucking didn't stop. He didn't stop for the red light. And I had, I was at a crosswalk with a fucking walk sign going, and he fucking blasted right in front of me. So if you want us to share the road, you should too. All right. Or how it about be, it? Should be share the road and wild, wild west. You know, I, do, don't you guys remember? I had this thought the other day too. Yeah. Don't you remember in elementary school we were taught hand signals? Right. When you're riding your that that fuck that's out the window here. Yeah. What, there's no such thing as hand signals there. Well, yeah, I'm uh, here either. An, another yeah. thing though. I, okay, so in New York, you really don't have a lot in the city. At least I imagine from what I've seen on TV, you don't really have side streets. We got alleys you can get down, but like, oh no, there's side there's streets. Side they're streets. just fucking. They're they're right. as big as alleys because right. there's street parking on both sides. Of them. Right. Right. Well, okay. So, but uh, my point is, is that you've got like around here, guys, guys biking down Harper when they could just like go over a block and have this whole residential street to bike down the middle of and not have any problems. Right. Which is what I would always do. I'd stay the fuck off of Gratiot, Harper, Jefferson, any of those big streets. You ride the side streets. I have no reason to be any, even if it involves a little bit of zigzagging. But then you get those assholes. No, man, I have just as much right to be on this road as you. Right. uh, Entitled and You don't have a motor. No, you don't. But but that's my opinion. There's there's guys with something to prove with their hobby and there's others who just, you know, don't mind taking a, a little bit of a detour in order to have a safer way to their destination and a more relaxing ride what the fuck is the point of getting on the bike if you're not gonna enjoy it instead of like who wants to ride with traffic fucking cars are noisy stinky Mm. belching out shit you gotta be at your heads on a fucking swivel you don't know what the fuck's gonna come at you at 40 miles an hour why not go over to the side street enjoy a nice neighborhood i'm sure you've experienced this here oh no wait you don't drive but i'm (laughs) sorry but Maybe Drove even in a Toronto. taxi. I've been behind somebody on a bike. Like they're in the middle of the oh, fucking yeah. road. Oh yeah, man. On their bike. Oh yeah. I've I witnessed like, that. What I've are you fucking it. stupid? I've been in like, a fucking taxi that had to do it. It pissed me the fuck off. I've got some dipshit on my commute the last few days. It's riding like some sort of spree or some shit. And this thing, and I'm most of <laughs> That's most more of my vehicle trip, than a bike. It's at least got a motor. Right. I'm going down 14 mile. Most of it is 35, 40 miles an hour. But this guy can't be getting like he's like doing 22. <laughs> like get the fuck off this road. This is not for you. <laughs> nope. Go That's around. The thing. Him. Yeah. If you're on a bike, if you're on a bicycle, and you can go you know, 35 miles an hour, which I don't think is physically possible. No. <laughs> not without the Copenhagen wheel. Um, then, uh, then that oh. road's not for you. You're right, Chris. You should obey the same laws, which involve the minimum speed. If somebody, if I'm driving my car at, at 11 miles an hour down the road. And in a 35-mile-an-hour zone, a cop's going to pull me over and go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you should go no less than 25 in a 35. Right. There are minimums as well. I get it. Some people do that. If you can't Mm. bike within the the minimum speed limit as well, get the fuck off onto a road where you can, or it's not an issue. I just want them to obey the signals and the stop signs. I hear you. You know, that's, 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 you want to ride a bike? Fine. You know, you know, it's, we have far too many people on wheels at Walmart. I think more people should be riding bikes. Yeah. But... At the same time, you're going to be on the road with the big boys. You should be able to. You should follow the big boys' traffic laws. Stop at a stop sign. Stop at a, you know. Obey the signals. You know, it, it, it's just it's fucking it's around here. It's dangerous. Like I, I like I watch people all the time. No helmets. All that kind of shit. Just plowing through intersections. Light just turned green for us. You know, and if I'm not paying attention, I'm creaming them. See? You know, it just it's fucking. You know. 
we're, um, we're back to, you know, you know, all I'm looking for in life is a little consistency. You want us to share the road? Okay. We all have to share the road, it, you know, because right now right. it just comes across as yield to the bicyclist. Hey, women's rights? All right, pay for dinner for once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy me a drink. <laughs> well, you guys know what the Copenhagen wheel is, by the way? I had to look it up to confirm I was referring to it correctly. But this is something that I've been reading about that's been in development for a while, but they seem to have found a way to practically mass produce it. And it's something you can add to any existing bike. Now, what it looks like is a big-ass Frisbee, like actually two Frisbees if you sandwiched them together into a little pod and stuck it in the spokes of your bike so that it was central in there and then that was mounted back onto your bike. But what's inside of that is a battery and a motor that assists the wheel and a little computer chip with a Wi-Fi connection that you can connect to an app, right? So this is able to read your pedaling behavior and be assistive in a way that's not going to be like jarring where the pedal is all of a sudden taking over or moving your feet. It's moving with you and assisting you and allowing you to basically in the demonstrations, people were going uphill and not breaking a sweat and being able to bike for longer without getting fatigued. And it essentially, I mean, it operates the same way that I understand my car does. It's, it's hybrid engine has a battery driven motor that assists the gasoline powered engine in a balanced way that doesn't involve one or the other taking over. They work in harmony and tandem that way. Kind of interesting technology. Oh, science. A lot of science in this episode. Yeah, I know. No, it's good. I'm done. But what, what are you about learning things for? We need to learn things anymore. We have Google. Yep, I think uh, we're petering out just in time anyway here. You're right. Yes. Sorry, I'm I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. Yep. All right, guys. Well, uh, yeah, Rich, hopefully returns next week i'm gonna guess he had to work i don't know we'll see but uh thanks everybody for listening thanks for following us on twitter at unregimented pod tell all of your friends all of them every single one of them i want a written fucking report of everyone you told next week or just a little bit of feedback is all that's always appreciated and reviews are starting to show up on the itunes so that's good means people are listening means you like it the reviews mean a lot keep them coming Real yes. simple. Even if you're just uh, giving us uh, five stars, how many stars would we determine? Five. Did we get six? Did you? Yeah, ask, we're gonna did, lobby for iTunes the six star rating. Did you? Did you ask him yet? Do you want me to send the email? Yeah. Find out if we can get an extra star. Yeah. <laughs> now seven's you know. just pushing it. Well, it's not so much that uh, it, we necessarily we get a higher rating from that. It's just that if somebody wanted to rate our podcast better than any other podcast currently <laughs> on the internet, who are we? We would have stop that you? option. You know, we just yes. don't want to put a cap on it. Like, <laughs> since yeah, we have iTunes. constraints of uh, right. iTunes, you're gonna have to. Yeah, iTunes hold us back. Come on, yeah. yeah don't... Everyone's got four and a half or five stars. Don't silence our listeners. iTunes, <laughs> hook us up. Hook us up, guys. This one, this up. podcast goes to eleven. <laughs> yeah, damn right. <laughs> Can't they click somewhere and like give us money too? There's a place that yeah. gives money. Amazon link on the uh, the that website helps. That's you. if you buy things on Amazon. I heard that goes on. Just think. It's no extra money. We get a little piece. You but could be you, the very first one. If you want to just straight up one. give us money, there's the PayPal button. You could give, be the very first one to give us money. doesn't have to be much. Just give us a dollar, a penny. <laughs> Pay your seed. 
to our podcast. But on that note, well, see, you know, you got to have c- a little seed money. So you're ruining yeah. the illusion here. So, like, yeah. like say you're a busker or something. Yeah. You know, you throw a couple of you throw a buck and some of your own change in there to get it going and make it look like hey, people are now yeah. on radio. There's no visual presence here. Well, this you don't have to show them the money, but we can just say, hey, you know, our, our listeners. We can pretend though, like there's already a little bit there. Somebody could be the first, though. Right. That's true. Somebody could be the first, and that would be just give us a penny. We have technically <laughs> received like a money bad tip through for the waiters. Amazon link. That's right. We have, but, it's the direct PayPal donation. Yeah, yeah that's, you don't have that's to, what the big though. money is. No, you just bonus. giving us your money. Yeah, that'd be bonus. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you on Friday. Thank Later. you. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net